Coming down the aisle, at a combined weight of 545 pounds, being accompanied to the pod by Mark Robb, the Thought God, they are your Tag Team Champions, B-Handsome-Bane, the WrestleCast Power Hour. Welcome to the WrestleCast Power Hour. I am oh, one shit. third <laughs> of your world podcast tag team champions, B hyphen aka Goat Fuel. But before I go any further, it is my duty, it is my privilege, it is my honor to present to you the third man of the Rassle cast. Show him mad love. How are you tonight, Show Mad Love? I'm doing good. It's your motherfucking boy. The Mark Rob, aka Sean Matt Love, aka Himbo Slice, aka Big Sexy Kevin Splash, aka Flavor Ramon, aka Bollywood Bulk Bogan, aka Black Bald Mahoney, aka King Chitlin, aka Baquan the Chef, because do you smell what the Mark is cooking? AKA Southeast Side Gun. I skipped the Grammy 36 years straight to watch wrestling. AKA Mike. <laughs> AKA a- 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 Michael B. Jordan because a nigga don't know how to act. AKA <laughs> <laughs> a- a- No Cell Michelle. AKA a- Larry July. Don't check me. Check the horrendous uniforms that Nike is putting out for the NBA basketball teams. They're atrocious except for one. The Wizards cherry blossom jersey. That shit is fire. Everything else, zero for 52. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> Wow, that was amazing. Uh y'all hear another voice here on the pod, and he is a returning guest coming back to the Rassel cast, ladies and gentlemen. Last seen in season one. He's back for season three. CJ yeah. is back What's in the house. On? How are you tonight, sir? Thank you. Man, I am absolutely pumped. I'm so glad you guys brought me on. I am beyond excited. I'm ready to go. Oh well, hell hell yeah, brother. WVU legend. <laughs> Stop talking about yourself. Oh, no, it's all you, Playboy. It's all you. Yeah, right. <laughs> Look at y'all putting each other over. I-, I love that shit. So, Handsome Bane is not here tonight. He is chaperoning. <laughs> That's all there is to it. He's chaperoning. So, we're here holding it down. He's making sure nobody gets pregnant during prom. Uh, well, homecoming. No one well, well, well <laughs> uh, pun intended. <laughs> Somebody don't get pregnant. pregnant Pregnant Oh god So CJ the reason that you're here Besides the fact we told you last time we wanted you to come back And we finally got you here You had said not that long ago to me Because you will text me every now and then On some randomly random wrestle shit He said Alright listen The fucking cleaner in New Japan Pro wrestling was the shit But hear me out was he that good, or were the people he was working with make him look that good? Because Okada is a fucking beast. And our man Nov would totally agree with you. Novelist <laughs> loves him some New Japan. He loves him some Okada. But you are essentially saying that Kenny Omega is either overrated, properly rated, or underrated in New Japan. And then you think 
that since he came to All Elite Wrestling, where he's not even at right now for reasons we don't discuss on the pod because I can't handle it. <laughs> <laughs> we won't open old wounds. No, no we don't, don't need to open no, new old, new wounds. Old, new, yeah, whatever, yeah. yeah. What made you come to this conclusion? Because I know that you, pro- you probably watched most New Japan next to novelists that I know. So what, what made you come to this conclusion, bro? I think it's because the biggest thing when I look at the two is, is the fact that whenever I critique Kenny, I'm looking at what he's doing mm-hmm. and it's the same. Or, or they, feel, they say the same thing to me as well. It's the same as he was in New Japan. Okay. So if he's wrestling the exact same as he was in New Japan, why is the stuff in New Japan so good? And why am I literally, you know, playing uh, solitaire or bubble bubble pop on my phone when he's in the ring? Bubble pop in AEW. Oh my god. Well, you know, I, and, okay. Uh, you get more. Yeah, I, I think it's also it's it's a mix of bunch. Of, I think also with New Japan, you have to realize they hit harder. Like the the it, it's a little bit. Strong I guess style. more, mm-hmm. yeah, it's more, yeah, more strong style, and they don't go to as much as the. Uh, I'm not sure what even they call it. The I think they call it like spot wrestling, whatever the hell they call it, when you're yes. just sitting there, like the Mortal Kombat character, you know, yeah, waiting yeah, yeah, yeah. for them to you're do waiting the for the bump, waiting for the yeah, yeah, yeah you're, you're waiting there while some forty year old tries to you know balance on the top rope when you're sitting there trying to pretend like you're doing this forever, <laughs> you know, and doing like and that, yeah, yeah, basically. <laughs> You know, and I, I think there's less of that, so there's more action involved in it. And so when he does his little, he does his stuff, it's like, okay, that's cool. But I don't know. It's like I watch New Japan. I'm like, every match is awesome. I think I've seen maybe one match that I like that he's done uh, in AEW. Oh shit! All right, maybe. well, well, so... I'll, I'll take that back. I'll take that back. I, the only one that I would say is to the level of what he did in New Japan. So if, if he's wrestling the exact same, and only thing that's different is the company and the people he's working with, mm-hmm. it makes me, like, you know, just a process of elimination that makes me want to lean more towards, I'm not saying he's bad, but at the same time, Okada and uh, Naito and uh, literally everyone else, they're making him better. Mm. So, so, so it's more Naito and Okada, you think, were really bringing him along during the matches and making him look like and putting him over versus he comes over to the States now and has been in all elite for what, three years, something like that. And now he doesn't have the same level of competition. And so his weaknesses are showing. Mm, I think, I think, I think you named a little bit better. He plays to the level of his competition. Oh, okay. okay. So, all right. So he's Randy Moss. Okay. That makes, that makes perfect. Wow. Sense. <laughs> I, 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 I think that's a better analogy. Because when you look again, when you look, when you look at everything. I'm just like, what, what is going on here? Like, it's the same exact move. Like, yeah, it's, it's the V trigger. It's everything. I'm just like, it's, it's not, it's not, it's, it's not the same pop. It's not the same flair. I, I don't know what it is. Okay. Uh-huh. So, so explain to me who, so, who someone is an attitude era Mark who just watch big beat. Uh, big beefy sweaty men <laughs> slapping meat. Uh, we, don't, someone, we don't kink shame, baby. <laughs> so, so for me, kind of like I'm I'm someone who just watches for the very most part has watched mostly American wrestling. Mm-hmm. So we did the live watch for the New Japan match, which 
I think even just from that one match, I can kind of tell that the they had even the the crowd just seems more sophisticated. Like it just feels like everyone involved is just a little bit more like into the sport and into the actual, as Eric would say, the art of wrestling. So yes, but also with, with, with uh, you made a good point with Japan. That's how they do things. So they don't pop like normal American uh, fans for just the regular regular shit. Like because again, the Japanese culture is more you know ref- like more just I don't want to say quiet but more reserved. So right. literally, that's how they're acting. Like the funny thing is, if you look at it now, nobody's cheering. In, uh, mm. during the, in the middle of the pandemic in New Japan, nobody was cheering. Why? Because the government told them, hey, listen, if you cheer, that's how the shit gets spread. So don't cheer. And literally yeah. everyone was like, okay, cool. And they all just went to clapping. Like right. that. Yeah. Like there's nothing wrong. You know, and you got Jay White there screaming at people, trying to get people to cheer again. But like, nah, bro. They told us not to. <laughs> you know? Pandemic, so fam. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I didn't mean to cut you off. It's just that I noticed that with Japan, that's a big reason why you see things like that. Well, yeah, that's kind of the ultimate point. Like, what if it's just like in totality, everything? Like, not not only just kind of, well, I guess more so in this case, because even if you take the atmosphere and you take the announcers and you take the stakes away and you just look at it, it's the two wrestlers and then one ring. Do your thing. So, is it just that the New Japan wrestlers just overall are just kind of better than the American competition? I think that, and also, I, well, well, who was it? I think it was Seth Rollins who made up a good point. Like, he got he got crapped on it for it, but he made up a good point when it's like, when it comes to their shows, American shows, I, I do recognize the fact that they do more shows. So, like, like the E does everything, right? There's, there's yes. Raw. Then there's, like, 14 house shows. And then there's, you know, there's SmackDown. And then three more house shows. So they do a lot. So I understand why you're not going to, you know, give someone that full, you know, bit, bad luck file chop that you would someone else because I got to heal now. <laughs> you know, so I, I do think that has something to do with it. I don't want to say that they're better. I just want to say that what they're allowed to do has a longer leash than what we have seen. I mean, hell, even recently with H taking over, if you notice, like, the storylines are getting a little better, they're hitting a little bit harder, things are moving a little bit faster. You know, they're, they're, it's, so it's, again, it's what they were allowed to do. You know, and I think that has a lot to do. Like, for instance, I will be the first one to say it when Dean Ambrose was in WWE before he went to, you know, become, before he went back to Mox with AEW. When he was in WWE, I couldn't stand him. I didn't like anything he did. And I was always in the I, comments fighting with you and Annabelle, I think. Hilarious. And y'all were trashing Ambrose. I, 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 I thought was, he, I thought dope, he sucked. Dope. I was like, dude, he sucks. But then what, literally, I wish I could find, if I wasn't on my phone, literally my friend uh, Jesse, he, me and him used to work together. And he's a big Mox fan. And I, I watched the first match when he went over to AW, and I immediately checked him out. I was like, I'm sorry. I was wrong. <laughs> yeah. You know, you, you like the, Sha- the Shaq meme. I apologize. I wasn't familiar with your work. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. That was all over Twitter last night. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, RIP question mark Twitter? It's, it's on his last leg. It, who it's knows? on his last leg. We it, just don't it, know when it, the leg's going to kick over. It, it could go it. down while we're on the air right now. Who knows? Right, Literally, the, the, the second inflation comes and he charges more for people to a uh, monthly fee. That's when it's going to drop. Oh, like, oh. okay. The, yeah, minute, the minute he says you have to pay for Twitter, psh, out, out, full yeah. stop. 
full fucking stop. I don't even got Twitter, so I don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah, I said my surprise last night. Um, but no, to to summarize what y'all saying, I completely agree with just the styles being different. Like, yeah, Kenny probably does wrestle better with a Naito or Okada. I mean, who shouldn't wrestle better with that caliber of talent? But in New Japan, or in Japan rather, they really take wrestling seriously, as serious as a boxing match. And then over here, there's fans, there's marks who take it seriously, but in the back of our head, we always know that it that it's a show. And as yes. as much as it's pure as, as athletics and as talented as all these wrestlers are, and I love them all to death, it's always going back in my head. It's a show. I'm not seeing yes. if a real match. You know, it's it's not. I hate to say it, but it's not real. So that that's the main difference. It's wrestling it's- entertainment. It, it is it's, yeah. wrestling entertainment. And people so, keep on forgetting that. So. so when they come over for AEW, and especially with um, Kenny and the Bucks being EVPs and being involved in the decision-making process everything, Kenny had literally worked his tail off in New Japan for years. And there'd always speculation, yeah. is he going to come back? Is he going to come WWE? His contract might be coming up. And he would always stay until he got the AEW opportunity. So... To see him come over, and I I enjoy his matches, but I totally see a difference between New Japan Kenny and AEW Kenny. But I think that's really the toll that his body has paid and his what he has to do in order to stay in the business for as long as he wants to, honestly. He probably had to slow down. Because, I mean, my man would go full tilt in those matches. And, I mean, as, as much as you can know how to bump, injuries are real, and they will mount on you, especially when you're wrestling at that caliber and then you come over to the States, and you're like, okay, well, I can do an easy match with, let's say, uh, I can't even think of a, a jobber at AEW. <laughs> and so I'll go and say, oh, uh, night off. Fuego de Sol, whatever his name is. Yeah, there you go. Uh, I know who you're talking about. So, I mean, I don't, I don't blame him so much, but I don't think it takes away any from how talented he actually is. And the matches that he, the matches that with Hangman was, I really enjoyed that match. And, even the, the Jericho match when he took the belt off of, or not the Jericho, the Moxley match when he took the belt off Moxley. I really like that match a lot. So he he still knows how to tell a story. He's a ring general. He just doesn't have to go all out anymore. <laughs> Pun intended. <laughs> and, I, I don't, and I don't want this to become like a hot take or anything like that, but I also think the fact that, again, I, I, I'm falling black on, he plays to the level of who he's in the ring with. Mm-hmm. So when you have, here we go, if you have Zack Sabre Jr., uh, Minoru Suzuki, uh, Tanahashi, Goto, uh, Jay White, um, Okada, Naito, Kushida, all these guys, like, you Brothers have, and again, and, yeah, and you're the quote-unquote gaijin, you know, or the, you know the, so you, or the whatever they call it for the, the white people. The white so boy. you have to, like, Hilarious. yeah, the white boys, so you have to, like, show out and show up more to pass all these people, right? And so now you have this huge following, and I think for a little bit, I think he's kind of coasting on his name a little bit because, yeah. again, oh, he doesn't have, have to give that A-plus effort. He can give B-minus Oh, it's like a B plus A minus effort, and it's still like oh, because you got Meltzer sitting there, you know, just <laughs> can't wait to can't wait to get him some candy juice, you know. And so, like, I mean, hell, I said it before, you know, Kenny, Kenny Omega can fall down to five steps and he'll get three stars, you know. So hilarious. I mean, the if you think about it, well, I think a lot of folks kind of take for granted the art of the cell, 
like for, like Cena has a Hall of Fame career because he knows how to put someone the fuck over. And mm-hmm. if you're not really a part of the dance, then you know it it it, it can it can leave like a lot to be desired for a match. Yeah, it really does. Yeah, but I, I I will say with AEW though, if I'm going to first off, I hate commercials. All right, I feel about commercials the way Vince McMahon feels about black people, right? Like I, I want to see them as little Woo! as possible. <laughs> so I, I don't I don't watch anything live. Like I will I will I'll record it and I'll you know fast forward through this. I don't want to watch you know like the next day something like that. If I'm going to watch an entire wrestling pro- uh, program from beginning to end, like every single match, every promo. Yeah. I've only done that with AEW. Okay. Okay. But at the same time, there's certain people in WWE that I will never fast forward through. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like whenever uh the new day comes in, anytime the anything to do with the bloodline or Roman, like I'm I'm watching it no matter what. You know? Yeah. But if I'm going to watch an entire program from beginning to end, it's only been with AEW. So I, I do like all hell all four because I'm also an impact fan too. So I'm, I'm one of you know five left in the country, but you know we're uh, we're, we're, we're I, still I keep here. up with Impact. I just don't watch it like that. I, I I'm totally following the storylines and stuff. So I, I would say the pandemic really reignited my love for wrestling and yeah. my appreciation because you would uh, I think uh, you were talking about the uh, the art of wrestling when especially when WWE when they were doing that shit in empty arenas. Yeah, yeah, you know. And I'm still glued to the television. Like, I'm popping, like, I'm like, there's no one there. And you mean, you know, like, before like, the Thunderdome, right? Like, when they yes, literally, when they, yeah, when it like was literally no one. Yeah, when right. it was literally no one. You know, I, I think it was I a Bailey match I was watching. And I Everybody was like, was why am I so into this match? Yeah. It, it, you, know, you know why? Because the good ones shine. And the ones who, who like, are mid-level and below, it, it was painfully obvious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and a lot of you know? those mid-level and below, they they aren't with the company, and it wasn't just from Vince saying they didn't have enough money. It, they a lot of them they they trimmed a lot of dead weight. Um, I think the pandemic kind of um revealed a lot of a lot of people's weaknesses, even with. And that's why I started getting into Impact too, was because of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh yeah, I used to, I used to love this shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, Impact Impact, especially now they don't have a lot of the WWE castoffs, which people complain about with AEW. Like since they don't have that, and they have a lot of people who haven't really gotten national exposure outside of Impact, the people who really love Impact really love those wrestlers because they're loyal to Impact and they can only watch them on on uh, Impact. I think he's coasting. If if it's if it's if you ask me, like playing, I think he's coasting. I think he's coasting on his name. I think if he comes back and he he has, honestly, I think if he would have if uh <clears throat> if Phil was still around like i can see that being a match to kind of get him back up there to what we see before because he has to to like wrestle to that level right and i'm not i am not shit on AEW. i love AEW, but i could think of maybe three or four people who are like top fucking tier mm-hmm. performers right right i'm not saying that everyone else is mid i'm just saying like can go anywhere do anything you know there's there's not that many there Right, so he so he doesn't have to put up that that uh that road scholar level performance. Okay, you know he could just do, yeah, I got a B minus, but you know, hey, you know, at the top of the curve, so now it's a A. 
<laughs> exactly. And even when he came back for the trios uh, run, when they when they won uh, at um, All Out, when they ended up winning the trios, he didn't do much. He, he wrestled with his shirt like the first two rounds of that. And he finally took his shirt off at, a, at All Out. Like, my, my man does not care. <laughs> he really doesn't. It, I don't get that. I don't think he has the same passion for it because he doesn't have to have the same passion. He almost quit. Exactly. He almost he, no, he, he told it. He's he like, listen, if, if this injury would have been a, even a tad bit worse, I was done. He was gone for you know, a, like, an awful long time. Yeah, he was. I, mm-hmm. I don't know what happened to him. All I know is he was really, really hurt. Yeah. I just heard it was mounting injuries, and he had been hurt wrestling hurt for a long time. Because um, essentially, he was really waiting for them to put somebody up against him to take the belt off him. And it took the Hangman storyline to, to finally take it off of him. And then, unfortunately, they... they derailed the hangman story to give punk the belt who broke his foot the night the next night so uh, whatever <laughs> i'm not excited. I'm, 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 I'm sorry to have to bring up the you know he who should not be named but no i mean no he can be named he, he can be named i've come to the conclusion that i i really love the era that i was a big fan which is 2011 until he walked out in 2014 i wasn't joining his AEW run but if this is how he he's ultimately wants to act and especially when he's been that person who's always been like anti be that locker room uh that locker room cancer that ultimately he's been uh named as especially and then fighting EVPs and you know uh having his dog bite Kenny Omega all that stuff when all those things are happening maybe I don't need to really be as big of a fan as I I once was you know I've come to terms with it so I I enjoy the old stuff I don't like how he ended up, man. He made some bad moves, for sure. But that happens a lot of time. You know, you see, like, these wrestlers who, I'm not saying he's one of them, but, you know, who just uh, didn't hang it up, you know, when they were supposed to. And then, like, their legend, like, their legend kind of got ruined a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, that's, and that's why, honestly, it makes me love The Rock so much more, because he got the fuck out. Right? So it's, it's, it's not like Ric Flair when he's like, okay, you retired, and he's back. Did you watch Ric Flair's last match? And which one? <laughs> the one that he did the pay-per-view for. The one that just happened now? No. Yeah. Because cause in my mind, like in my feelings, when Shawn Michaels said, I love you, and then super kicked him in the face <laughs> and pinned him, that was it. That, that, but, that, same here. Yeah, and that then, then, then he, popped, he popped up on TNA, and he was doing the woo contest with Jay Lethal, and I'm like, what the fuck is going on? So funny, as, far as, as far as I'm concerned, he's he, he was done after at that point in time. So everything after that, I kind of ignored that, that's how I am. Uh, his career ended at WrestleMania 23. No, that's 25. Or, no, it's probably four. It's 24 when he got his career ended. But uh, speaking of people who uh, aren't aren't giving their all, I think it's time that we do a little do do we care? So I, I have a couple topics here. Right. Actually, you know what? You know what, Kellen? What? In the in, and it's sad that Eric can't be here, but I think I want to give the first one. I want to step in. I'm going to give okay. the first. Do you care? Now this is Ooh. actually it's not a topic. I don't think you're prepared for. Oh, so okay. this is going to be something off the top. He's going to ask me if I care about Black Panther. We can't talk about that. Yet. <laughs> I have not uh, seen it yet. I, I'm I'm supposed to see it, but anyway, let's 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 say on a, the 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 wrestling news. Okay. So. Okay. I, I want to pose a do you care to both you gentlemen. And after I pose the question, I'll give my answer, but I want to hear you guys' opinion because I, I, I value your opinions very heavily. Oh, so okay. do you guys care about intergender wrestling? 
Now, the reason I ask this is because I think recently Scotty Too Hotty, oh he, he was, he, I, apparently I think he had a little uh, blowback for not wanting to do intergender wrestling. Uh, there was a woman wrestler who he was asked to wrestle that kind of like stepped up to defend him. And for me, I'll answer it. I don't care, but I have an asterisk with it. I care enough to allow women to choose to wrestle whoever they want to wrestle. And if they decide they want to do intergender wrestling, I'm for them doing that. But for me, I don't necessarily want to watch intergender wrestling because I just think for me watching that kind of violence against women, even though we've been talking about it's, it's entertainment. But for me, I think that's the one piece of wrestling that you I cannot suspend the oh yeah this is just this is just yeah. uh, the sport now I know Eric uh Eric he definitely kind of has the the side of it it is it is a sport the women are in competition with the men and you know in the in the ring he's pro it but outside of the ring he is he's against it mm-hmm. but for me I'm just kind of against it all the way <laughs> so uh Kellen, we'll, we'll kick you off first, Kellen. Okay. Do, do you care about intergender wrestling? No, I do not care about intergender wrestling. Um, I say that because there's a lot of you sweaty marks out there who get on it or get on the interwebs or wherever you guys and put your, your thoughts down. And there you go. <laughs> and then you guys get mad when there is a um, mixed tag team match and then Maurice doesn't want to square up against... I don't know, Austin Theory. Y'all get super mad about that. And then they're like, why aren't why aren't they wrestling? They should be able to wrestle, blah, blah, blah. And it's like that and it's like you make a big deal about there being rules and and before it was because I don't even know how many mixed tag team matches they've been doing lately with Triple H in charge. Before it was like Vince doesn't want them touching each other and everything like that. I say no because there's never any real implications of them mixing it up. Like mm. you throw a woman in the Royal Rumble, yes, then that makes sense. She's in the men's Royal Rumble. She should get physical with the men. That makes perfect sense. Like when Impact did that match a few years ago, CJ, where I can't remember names, but there was a, a woman, a world champion, the um one of a woman won the world oh, championship. Tessa Impact. Yes, Tessa, Tessa Blanchard. Thank you. She won the world championship. That had stakes. So that was that was very interesting that she had a run as the world champion of the Impact, and she was fighting men to defend her belt. That had stakes. But I don't need to see on a random Friday night Roman Reigns go up against um, um, Michelle McCool, Rhea Ripley, Michelle McCool. <laughs> uh, don't bring Taker in here. Oh God, please no. Um, yeah, like I, I don't need to see Rhea Ripley versus Roman to know that I enjoy both their work, and I don't need to see them square up. So no, I don't care about intergender wrestling when there's no stakes. Give me stakes. I'm in. All right. CJ, do you care about intergender wrestling? Oh, oh my God. I'm a, I'm kind of like quick. I'm a number with an asterisk. Okay. Right. I but but like like you said in the beginning, like I'm not a big fan of, you know, like violence against women pet violence against women at all. So like that doesn't do anything for me. But yeah, that's the thing. Pod. That's the thing. I was, like, I was like, I was like, I, I can't sit there and you know and and cheer because you know some dude that can you know bench press you know three fifty you know was punching you know a, a five two hundred pound woman like it's 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 like I don't get it. 
But at the same time, for me, it's sprinkles. Not mm-hmm. like, for instance, like little small bits here and there, like Nia Jackson going into the Royal Rumble, right? Mm-hmm. Her getting RKO'd and 619 was freaking amazing. But at the same time, she was tossing niggas out before that. Right. right? Okay. Like, like and she trying to do the same thing up. when she was in the Rumble. And, and even to a China won the Intercontinental Belt against Chris Jericho, right? Like, yeah. Don't like, like you said, like stakes wise, maybe that's probably a better way of saying it. But other than that, like, what match did I was like? Someone tried to get me to watch. It was like a, it's an indie match of like Matt Riddle and Mia Yim. I hope Mia won because we're, we're not I, Riddle I, fans I, on I, this side. <laughs> I, I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know. Like I clicked into it like halfway through, and he was doing the. Uh, the anvil elbows that you know uh mm-hmm. Blackpool Combat Club do. And I saw one of those and I was like, click. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I yeah. turned it off. I turned it off. It's I it's I think a lot of people, I'm not getting I'm I can get people people gonna get pissed off, but I think a lot of people who also like intergender, I think they, they don't like women at all in the first place. Mm-hmm. So they're so they're, they're they're fantasizing doing what they can't do, which is putting their hands on women because you know they're incels who, you know, ain't, ain't seen pussy since they came off their mother. Right, or last time it was on, you know, you on you porn and shit like that. So, so yeah, if if you're really big on that, my mind is like, why why are you so happy to see, you know, this six foot seven, three hundred pound dude, you know, smack around this chick, you know, like, like why? Like I'm, I'm I'm already like you said, suspending belief already that you know the Undertaker is not really is not really alive. Yeah, he's not resurrecting from the dead every Monday. Like it's exactly. I'm I'm suspending my belief enough for all this shit. I don't I don't need to believe that you know. I I don't need to see it. But like like you said, Kellen, I love Rhea Ripley. I love the female performers. I love what they do most of the time. You know, but I same thing with the men. But no, no. Oh shoot! Can I can I ask a question since since we're on this topic because it's another topic that I got into an argument with. So, <laughs> is is a do you yeah? Well, you have to format it in a do you do you care, care? like Jeopardy? No, it's, it's 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 literally a um a follow up with what you were saying, right? All right. How do you feel? It's going to be a hot topic, and I'm sorry. How do you feel about trans athletes wrestling? I I am I'm pro it. I, I'm pro trans. Okay. Pro trans, pro trans is flat out, but yes. even in the spirit of competition, I'm still pro trans wrestlers. Same. Good, good. That, that, that was my second question because a lot of people are like, well, uh, we care over here. Exactly. Like, how, how can you be okay with this and not okay with that? So that's why to make sure that you know everyone was kind of you know on the same wavelength. Oh, like. Yeah. Everybody was talking about Nyla Rose like when AEW started and everybody really got exposed to Nyla and they were talking about how obviously Nyla is trans. And so like they're like, oh, well, that's just a big dude in there beating up on, on women. And, like, and it's like, wait, y'all, y'all said y'all want intergender wrestling, but then when you got trans right. wrestling, it, it doesn't like what's the difference between you and me? You know, it, like forget uh-huh. forget about it. Yeah. Like, so, no, I am totally pro trans. So got it. Does not bother me whatsoever. And again, wrestling entertainers. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. And, and let, let's let's not but pretend like when, when Nyla Rose was going against Sheeta, those those matches were phenomenal. Yeah. You know, yeah. so yeah, they, they were very well, very good matches. I really did enjoy those. And I was able to keep my shroud of you know disbelief, you know, and just like let okay, <laughs> mm-hmm. this makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. So yeah. All right. 
that was a great question to start us off there, Mark Rob. Thank so, you. So to move on to lighter fare, uh, not to say that intergender wrestling or trans wrestling is, is not light, but um, it was revealed <laughs> this week <laughs> that just as everybody suspected, everyone's favorite AEW wrestler, and I say favorite with air quotations, Chris Jericho was revealed to be one of the singers on The Masked Singer. Mark Robb, do you care? That nigga can hit a tune. Fuck no, we don't care about that shit. Hell yeah, no. Nah. Nah. <laughs> Hell no. Nah. He not know Winnie Houston. Uh, also, 30, 30 year anniversary of the bodyguard. Kellen, you should care about that. But hell no, won't care about no Chris Jericho <laughs> singing no words, no songs. Hell no. No. My dad texted okay, me no. asking about who sang his theme song. I was like, that's him. And he's like, no way. And I sent him the Judas video. <laughs> and he was like, that's, that's awful. <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah, he has no business doing that at all. Okay, so another, another, uh, bit of a confession here y'all know i don't watch anything live right right i didn't i didn't watch the entire i've never watched the entire opening of chris jericho coming out like the whole song mm-hmm. i never watched the whole thing until about two months ago that's kind of surprising would, that's pretty surprising I I, I I would fast forward to it i would I'm like okay they're singing fast forward don't care like <laughs> yeah <laughs> hilarious yeah we don't care up, 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 up until two months ago i literally did, did not even know the hear the whole song so <laughs> he's got albums, bro. <laughs> Jesus I only know this because of talk talk is Jericho when I used to listen to that. He used to sing this. I don't know if he still does, but you want to know how the theme song goes on Talk is Jericho with CJ? Oh god. Please Here we say go. no, Chris. Please say no. Talk is Jericho. <laughs> talk Jesus. He's literally singing Talk is Jericho. And it's it probably still is just oh my god. This man thinks he can sing, man. Hell no. And the wrestling fans singing along with his song every time it plays isn't making his, you know, it can go down at all. Marks are going to Mark, man. Uh-huh. Yeah. For, and for then the dumbass part. Why, why the hell is he sitting there like a dumbass in the middle of the ring just watching them sing? I don't need to hear the entire verse every time, right? Because I mean, he, he's he, so he, 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 he waits to come out of the ring. He waits to come down the tunnel a little bit, comes out in the tunnel, stands there, uh, pyro goes off, walks down the ramp, they're still singing, gets in the ring, still singing, walks around the ring a few times, still singing. Then he got another thing where he poses on the rope. And he's like, oh yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh, yeah, still singing. Shut up. Like, well, I, I will say, if, if, if I were to make music in just an arena of people were singing my song to me, I'm not gonna lie, I do the same thing. So I can oh, absolutely, absolutely. Drink it in. but that means I don't got it. I don't want I don't want to hear it. So I again fast forward. To, to, the thing is with Jericho, we all think he's a trash bag now because of the things that he said and done in the past four years or so. But he's still highly regarded as one of the best wrestlers in the business. So he yeah, can he kind is. of milk it. And I mean, he, he's still over with most people in the wrestling business. He made my top twenty wrestlers because even though yeah. I know he's a trash bag, I, I I even said not that long ago, like maybe a week or so ago, I wished Chris Jericho wasn't trash because I really do like Chris Jericho in the ring. I like his career. I like a lot of stuff he's done. When he went to New Japan for Wrestle Kingdom, I was all about that. Like I, he Dude, was my wrestler. Was legit. Yeah. That was a- Oh my God, that was so good. Paymaker versus Rainmaker. Yes, it was amazing. Jericho was my wrestler of the year. The year after the 
for the year when he did the list of Jericho and then ended up at Wrestle Kingdom. Like okay, yes, the list of Jericho, that whole that whole thing with him and uh and when uh, Kevin Owens betrayed him and everything, that was like the list was so fucking popular. It was so over. You know, you just made the list. I just I was screaming at my wife for no reason. Like, you just made the list. You know, just <laughs> hilarious. hilarious. It was fun. It was fun. It was. It was great. What a time to be alive. And then we found out he was a trash bag. So, <laughs> hilarious. So that's why he gets to milk these things, I guess. Speaking yeah. of trash yeah. bags, though. <laughs> yo, 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 it's your boy, the Mark Rob, a.k.a. Sean Matt Love, talking to you about We Should Do This Again Sometime, the podcast where we talk film, pop culture, and everything in between. We Should Do This Again Sometime. We're Kat Chinetti. This is the real through the lens of a new and bold generation. And where I, the Mark Rob, co-host and producer, guides you through a crazy journey of time, sound, and space. We should do this again sometime where we talk love, death, sex. We talk talking heads, Johnny Castle being the goat, and where we shoot flamethrowers. How cool is that? We should do this again sometime. Check us wherever we listen to your podcast. Rate, review, give us five stars. And if you love us, tell a friend to tell a friend. Love you. Bye. Bitch, I'm telling you the truth. And more, more do you care news. <sighs> Carrie Lake, who lost her the election, was seen meeting with Donald at Mar-a-Lago. And guess who was sitting next to Donald? Linda McMahon. Sparking rumors of a potential running mate for Donald in 2024. CJ, do you care? Yes, and I'm terrified. Mm. (laughs) Because because there's so many marks who who like that. I I am exactly for for that for the one reason because you know he is who he is. But then you add in that. Oh no, nah, bro! I'm, oh my God, I'm I'm terrified. It, it it makes me happy that her husband, quote unquote, is no lo- is you know not there anymore. Because I I can see a crazy collab happening if he was still in charge. Oh my God! And if and if, if, if she's his, if she's his running mate and if Vince is still in charge, I see just a steaming pile of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Jurassic Park and, levels. Exactly, like like that size just steaming, like the fire just went out, like it's oh my, it it'd have been bad. I'm I'm scared. I'm I'm scared of that because I I know it's I can see it happening already. And mm. I care about the collapse of the Republican Party. So I do too, hundred percent. Yeah. So it feels like sorry to any you fans out there who are uh, Republicans might listen to Rasslecast, but y'all know who we are. Yeah. <laughs> well, one Republicans treat politics like sport they don't give a shit i don't give a shit either so yes let the republican party collapse but mm. we're, we're getting to a point where we have a lot of republicans now who are now trying to go out against trump but is their base going to and mm. so we're really going to get to a point of are republicans going to move beyond donald or not and i fear that they are blowing smoke up everyone's ass. They're going to get in line as soon as Donald fucking... Mm-hmm. Well, he's already declared, so when he's actually like getting the nomination from the Republican Party, like mm-hmm. they're, they're all going to fall in line. 
Absolutely. Yeah, is McMahon going (laughs) to work with him? I doubt it. Uh, But, (laughs) well, I guess the ultimate question, do I care about the collapse of democracy? And unfortunately, I I do care about that. Yes, I care (laughs) as well. I care too much. uh, But you know what they're going to do? What's his name? Romney, right? Remember when he trashed Donald? Was saying, you know, he's a he's a fraud. Look at Trump stakes and Trump towers and all this stuff. And where was he a week later? When is he sitting down, <laughs> sitting down, having dinner with him? Yep. So, so yeah, he didn't so, want to end up in a on a, one of those golf courses. <laughs> I mean, yeah. hell, Trump literally didn't. Did he say like he was telling? He called uh, Ted Cruz's wife like uh, ugly or some shit like that, and. And, and and what what did Ted Cruz do? Still sitting there, buddy to buddy with him, you know. So yeah, they they're, they're gonna fall in line. If if, he, if yeah. he's back, they're gonna fall in line. They're, no they're all gonna it. fall in line. So mm. so yeah. So well, I guess do I care about the Republicans pump thinking right now? No, I don't care about that because we know what's gonna happen. But in uh-huh. uh, in about in about th- uh, three and a half years. Uh, when when he's on the campaign trail running against Biden, I'm really going to care then. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so yeah, man. Not, not even three and a half years. How about try two or two and a half years? That's well, yeah, that's when it's right around the corner. Star, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, so that that wraps up. Do you care? So so excellent first time out, CJ. Um, and Mark Robert, as always, you're you're the best at do you care. So it is tag team month here at the Rasslecast, and it is time for us to do one of our infamous, our famous drafts. All right. Ooh. So, so now it's typical serpentine draft. Serpentine. Snake draft. Snake draft. So now I want to do the randomizer uh, to see right. who go who goes first. Okay. And just to show you guys, I, I'm not cheating <laughs> because, you know, we don't want any, you know, uh, disparity. So we, we see it's it's blank. The name Randall Generizer is going. Okay. Random choice. CJ. CJ, you have the first pick. Okay. And... Is my question, I, I, is there... I have is the there second a, pick. Is there a, um, a time... Or a like time, a, a, a era? time limit? No, you no, like any, any tag team. No time, no era. So you can we're gonna pick somebody from the seventies if you want, bro. Yeah. So we'll we'll so we'll do the first the first three rounds. We can kind of uh you know get a little bit deeper on our choices, and then the last two rounds we can go you know kind of quick quick pace. So uh, Kel, uh so CJ's first. I'm second. Kellen got the hot corner. All right, man. So in the draft of the 2022 best tag teams. Cecil, Joseph, you have the first pick. Oh, God. So there's who I like now and, like, nostalgia. You can pick for anything. You can pick for anything. Then I'm going with Legion of Doom. Oh! Oh. Coming out swinging. All right. That's my first one. I like oh. it. I, you know, you, I, I can go FTR or something like that. Like, I, I don't know. That team felt like a little too easy off the bat, so I'm gonna go with Legion of Doom. Okay. Uh, what did what made you want to go Legion of Doom? Again, like when you say tag teams, like when I first started watching wrestling and gonna get into like what tag team wrestling was and how like enjoyable it was, 
and what's Legion to do, man? Them, you know, Hawk and Animal coming down with the shoulder pads with the spikes, and yes. even the old school video games where all you can do is like grapple and suplex and throw them against the rope, and that was it. You yep. know, like Hawk, Hawk and Animal, like, <sighs> like those, those are my guys, man. Yeah, those are my guys. So Hawk and, and like, I, it broke my heart literally. Who was? I forget which one it was that fell off the ramp as he was coming down. But he was like, when he should have like, he should have like hung up his boots like years ago. Yeah, yeah, one, I know, know you're talking about. Yeah, I forget which one it was that, that fell off the ramp. And I was just like, damn, and like it hurt. And like the fact that it you hurt so much it. is because of how much I loved them when they were in their prime. So I'm yeah. going to leave it. All right, man, that's a great All first right. pick. All right, great first pick, great first pick. So for me, mm-hmm. I, I'm going with one person who is. I would say 1A, my favorite wrestler of all time, you know, the, the swaggiest of swaggies, you know, innovators, you know, they, they push the boundaries, you know, they, they set the tempo. And for the second pick in the first round of the 2022 best tag team drafts, I'm going with the Outsiders. Mm. Kevin oh, Nash, Scott Hall, oh. baby. Good, good, fucking Luli. Oh my god, my number two tag team of all time. So, yeah, so like, I I absolutely love the outsiders. They, they, other than WCW cruiserweight shit, they were my favorite shit of WCW. Uh, And again, like, Kevin Nash is like. Like one A, my favorite wrestler, and yeah. I could I could have I don't know I guess I dra- I could have maybe drafted uh, Diesel and Shawn Michaels, but at the same time, don't that have was chemistry. That, they yeah. didn't really they didn't really, but it was really the Outsiders. It, it was the the red and black tees. It was throw, yep. throw, throwing up the the the, the fingers too sweet, of, too sweet yeah, like. Man. Like they really had they and they fucking carried Hogan. They fucking carried Hogan. Yeah, they did. They they really did. The the, the whole company. Yeah, they really did. All the way to ninety nine, man. When they finally when the finger poke happened, when the finger poke happened, that was the that was the end. But from ninety six until ninety nine, those two men literally carried that company on their back along and they're not taking anything away from Sting. Sting Sting was in there and had his moments fighting Hogan and the the cruiserweights, like you said, but. That was must see TV when, it was. when Scott Hall got on that microphone. I was like, "Hey yo, <laughs> survey time." <laughs> yes. Uh, All right. So, so Kellen, you have the hot corner, so you have two picks in a row. So, All right. who are you going to be drafting with your first round pick? We're going to take my number one tag team of all time, the New Day. Oh. oh. That was my next one. I, yeah. I knew the boys weren't going to last. I knew no, th- th- there was no question. I mean, to to have, let's see, three brothers who can wrestle their asses off. They're all blurs. They all love yeah. each other. They have so much fun out there. They're so they were given charis- a shit gimmick. Given a shit gimmick, and they made it work. Yes, so charismatic did. that even when they were they had injured pe- members and they couldn't wrestle, they were able to host WrestleMania. Yeah, that was crazy. I mean, and then of course, if you look at the side accomplishments with Kofi Mania and then Big E winning WWE Championship. Oh my god. And then with um Xavier winning King of the Ring, man. Like it's 
And they just had a great match with the Usos on Friday night. I te- I was in a group chat oh. with CJ talking about it. I was glued. My dad was out talking his normal trash about it. I was like, yo, that was a good match. That was a great match. It was, a, it was And you knew the outcome, and it was still really good. Yes. Because there, there was no reason for the Usos to lose. But they hinted at it several times. I was hoping somehow, because I hadn't heard an update, that he would come out possibly and he, he'd be ready to wrestle again. But, I mean, obviously he's got a major uh, neck injury he's still recovering from, like uh, neck yeah. brace or not. So New Day would be my first choice. All right. Now, who was your first pick in the second round of the 2022 Greatest. We gonna we gonna keep it black, Dang baby. Dude. Harlem Heat coming in number two. Oh, third. you motherfucker! You. you motherfucker! <laughs> you motherfucker! Fuck. Uh, Booker T, uh. Stevie Ray. I gotta say, I'm gonna give props to my man Stevie Ray. Everybody talks about Booker T all day, and I love Booker T. But I got at least one of you does. I don't. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> Damn, do you care about Booker T? CJ says no. Yes, no, no, no. I, I, I do. It's just that he said a few things, like doing like the whole Black Lives Matter, you know, movement, uh, and a few things. And when, when, when he was, when he was, when he was towing that, you know, that company line that Massa, I mean, Vince made him say, yes. you know, and I just certain things, I, I just, I, I get it. That's 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 your, that's your livelihood. That's how you feed your kids. So I understand mm-hmm. that, but. Ah man, I'm sorry. Like, like you, you're better off not saying anything. But when you make that, when you make that stance, to, you know, it's you. You were better off just saying, you know, we should be happy that we're not in Africa. That's what he basically should have said. You know, like, like he was like, he's like, oh, we're, we're in America. You should be happy with that. Shut the fuck up. Like, I, like I just, yeah, that, 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 that put a bad taste in my mouth for him. Like, and I loved him. Like, the Spinner Rooney was my shit, right? But that, and then so everything after that. It's just it, not, nothing is nothing's hitting right. We should so be happy that. we're not in Africa is definitely the episode title. <laughs> oh. <yeah. laughs> so Kelly, now you gotta defend, you know, CTE juice going on now. So why did you have Harlem Heat? <laughs> okay. Well, I just want to give props to my man Stevie Ray, because um because Stevie obviously Booker was a star, but Stevie yeah. Ray would carry a lot of those Harlem Heat matches because Booker usually would get the hot tag. And last he week did. we talked about the hot tag and, and the greatest hot tags of all time. Booker got several of those from Harlem Heat. But then not yeah. only did they win multiple tag team titles, not only did they have one of the best promos of all time, of course, when uh, Booker T called Hoka. <laughs> um, they also had great breakups and fused with each other, even though one of them in the late 90s was really bad. Like maybe the early 2000s, there, there was a, a I can't remember her name. There was somebody running around Booker T and Booker T and Stevie Ray were fighting the whole time. There's a whole video on YouTube about it. Um, but I just really love, you could really tell that they were great in the ring with each other, had a lot of respect for each other. And then WCW yeah. pushed them to the moon. And then even when they broke out as singles wrestlers, yes, Booker T is more successful. But the one good thing about the NWO black and white era during the Wolfpack era when they were warring factions was Stevie Ray because they made NWO black and white a comedy act. And sometimes Stevie Ray did look dumb, but he was trying to be the leader when Hogan was out. And Stevie Ray was literally coming out every week and doing whatever they asked him to do, whether that was win or lose. And he came in and did his damn job, and he looked amazing doing it. So I just love the Harlem Heat, man. And and also, we did get the greatest sound drop of all time with Booker T and Harlem Heat. You got it. Oh, my God. We are coming to take you back to Africa. (laughs) (laughs) 
So now, so I have the second pick of the second round of the 2022 best acting draft of all time. Okay. I, I love the, you know, 22 twos for you motherfuckers. Mm. Um, now, this tag, nation, bro. this tag <laughs> team, they, they, they got it from the dirt. They got it out the mud. You know, they were part of a little, little indie wrestling corporation called Extreme Championship Wrestling. They they made they made the jump over to the World Wrestling Federation. Oh, Motherfucker. And <laughs> one could of, of all the ECW talent that made it over, these motherfuckers shine the brightest. And my favorite tag team finisher of all time, God, the 3D. Son of a bitch. I am drafting son of a bitch. Ducky boys. Yes. Yo, they I, I I was I was I liked them in ECW. And when they came over and they Elevated in WWF, I was they really did. I was pleasantly surprised. <sighs> like, that shit was so great. That was a great ass tag team run. So yeah. <laughs> so, so, uh, Mark Rob, uh, the Usos hit the 3D on on Ooh. the New Day on Friday night to win the match. One day. Oh one day. shit. One day. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, they, they did the one D to win the match. It, it was out of nowhere. That's why the that, that sealed the match because you were just waiting for the other okay. shoe to drop, and then they're like, "All right, let's pull this one out." And uh, Legend. Legend. Chef's kiss, man. Yeah. So yeah, that I their their whole like camouflage run, like the the, oh, the, the rainbow color camouflage. That shit was kind of hidden. Like that was like that was the culmination of the best of. You know what the attitude era could be. Like, you know, it's the the the, the, the tables. Oh man, so so a lot of classic matches. So, mm-hmm. holy boy. So yeah, I I have good. I have my two favorite tag teams. So I'm very happy with my draft so far. All right, man. That's what's now uh, now CJ. You have the hot corner. You have. The third pick of the second round, you have the first pick of the third round. So, mm. who are you taking with? Oh, so. okay. Oh, I got. Okay. As a matter of fact, I'm going to do most of mine going to be more nostalgia for me because okay. that's hitting for me right now. The APA. Motherfucker! <laughs> the that's APA. Such a drop. Bradshaw, Farouk, those were listed. Probably my second or third favorite tag team. So underrated. They did oh not win so enough, hard. in my opinion. Dude, they won they enough matches that didn't matter. They won on the, the, the fact that I went, oh, Farouk just flung JBL, right? Because Vince did not want him anywhere near a microphone. Mm-hmm. And live TV, he says, we got something to say. And he handed the mic to JBL. And oh, like the the clothesline from hell, like still like when I when was it was all was it No Mercy? I think it was the game on N sixty four. Yeah, oh yeah, yes, 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 yes. Dude, when I when I would play as uh, J- as uh, Bradshaw at the time because he wasn't champion, it was Bradshaw. Right, I can hit I can hit his finisher three times in a row back to back before the the finishing <laughs> thing went out. Dude, clothesline from hell, APA. That's my second pick. Oh, great, great pick. such a good pick, man. Yeah, I, I was looking at, I was trying to find pictures of Farouk earlier this week, actually. And um, I saw <laughs> pictures of them throughout the years. And uh, and I just remember, I was like, man, they were so good together, like as acolytes and an APA. And I mean, so, so criminally underrated, man. Yes. They, they do not get no, 
well, the whole the, thing the, is the protection though, agency. Yes. Like the, the door yeah. with the, the door with like nothing around it, but you gotta yes. go through the door to play poker. Yes. I, I loved it. I loved everything it was so about good. it. If if JBL hadn't became a thing, I think they'd get more respect from fans because I don't I don't think anybody really messes with JBL like that as much as he got pushed to the moon. Um, no one really liked that character as much as they love Bradshaw. Um, mm-hmm. So so that probably makes makes them fall a little bit in people's minds and, and they see him more of as a comedy act because of the whole door and the poker. But they they yeah. should have won way more tag team titles than they did. Um, but there was a time where every Monday night they were coming out and stomping dudes out. And <laughs> they were squashing. Yeah. They were they were squashing, but I loved it. Fuck it. Yes. Yeah. Love that yeah. pick. Great pick. Great pick. Now, CJ, you have again the hot corner. You have the first pick of mm-hmm. the third round. So, who was your pick? I got I got to go with the Usos. Mm. Oh, okay. Yes. okay. Usos, because I. I like them in the beginning, but when they made that kind of like anti-face run, when they when they stopped doing that that intro in the beginning, so before, before when, yeah, yeah, when they would just like walk out to the ring, not say shit, and just they would just sit together in that corner mm-hmm. and just stare at the ring. Like I don't know, like I loved that turn for them. They got rid of the face paint and they just started beating the crap out of people. Yes. And I really, really enjoyed them from that, even more from that point on, right? Mm-hmm. That, that that edge, you know? Yeah. And that, that whole Uso penitentiary, that, that was my shit. That yeah. was my shit. Yeah, so that... I, I think that's going to be my only current tag team. Okay. It's going to be that. I like the Usos. I like watching their matches when they were doing the, the more colorful era. Um, I, I just. They were too happy for me, man. It was like that. Like I was like, yeah. I know they can wrestle, but I don't care to throw my TV. But the like the moment it switched and they got real serious, and then obviously moving on to the bloodline, it's pure magic between them. So mm-hmm. another great choice. All right, all right. So I have the second pick of the third round, and these gentlemen are still wrestling. To Mark. Um, so I, I talked about the Attitude Era. I talked about my favorite tag team of the Attitude Era. But this era, this tag team has had longevity out the ass. Uh, maybe I hope they aren't wrestling anymore. Um, but uh, I want to go with the Hardy Boys. Okay. I um, thought it would be the Hardys. Okay. Are they, are they still wrestling? Je- yes, they're all still wrestling. Jeff is, yeah. is he's trying to get sober again. AEW won't let him wrestle again until he's sober. Um, okay. Yeah. So he he's currently on the IR, uh, but Matt is still re- Matt wrestles right. I always see him doing promos. Is Matt wrestling right now, CJ, on AEW? Um, yes. He- yes. Okay. Yes. Because matter of fact, up until I'm gonna say about a month ago, a month and a half ago, he had he had a match on AEW. It was him against Christian? Okay. Oh. Okay. And some <laughs> somebody somebody had a sign in the crowd that was like. Oh, uh-uh, it said Matt versus Christian. I played this on my Nintendo 64. <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> oh, or something along that line. Whatever they said, but it was it was funny as hell. Okay. But yeah, that yeah. Because I, so, I know he's not getting a push. I wasn't sure. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, I well for the apex of what they brought, um, a lot of it was a lot of crash chest dummy esque, you know, but. They they sold the hell out of it. It took a lot of bumps, um, but I I always whenever they came out they always gave one hundred and ten percent. Yeah, so I always appreciated it. 
Um, and you know, they, they had great matches with the Dudley boys and with other wrestlers that may come up in a draft or not, but, um, yeah, I'm going to go with the Hardy boys. Okay. Uh, I love that pick pick. too. Uh, and they got that huge pop a few years ago when they came back to WWE and they, and they still had a good little run there before ultimately they tried to make Matt broken or whatever they, not broken, whatever they called him in WWE. Um, (laughs) Hmm. I thought I thought it wasn't that broken with the something else that they called him. Well, broken was what he got over with in the Indies, and then they had to buy it back from like Impact, and then they had called it something else in WWE, but then they never uh, committed to it. If you remember, um, hmm, this is a tough one. <laughs> now, now you have the hot corner, so you have the next two picks. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm gonna go ahead. Oh man, I got two. I got you know, All right, so I got one more pick after. Ooh. All right. Um, God. All right. So I'm going to go ahead and take, I'm going to take the new age outlaws. Oh, good pick. Good pick. Um, We talked about him last week on the show after road dog tried to say he was better than Brett on the, uh, in the ring and on the microphone, which we broke down in depth on the show. (laughs) But, um, uh, Billy Gunn, obviously, he he's over in 2022 with uh, with the daddy ass gimmick in uh, <laughs> AEW. But CJ, we saw him at Roadblock not that long ago. It was 2017 when we went to go see Roadblock and we saw the Outlaws in person. And they, st- or I'm sorry, no, it was 2014 when I saw him at the Rumble. I'm sorry, but they can they still were able to go. Uh, for that time period, and when I was younger during the Attitude Hour era, they were so stinking good. Road Dog obviously brought all the charisma to the microphone, and then Billy Gunn came in and with the high tag, and they won the title multiple times, and it felt like the belt stayed on the New Age Outlaws for several years. So I'm going to go with the Outlaws. All right. Great pick. So That was a good pick. That was I, a good I, pick. I was heavily considering taking them with the pick, but I I kind of veered against my DX day, so... Okay. Uh, that's why I dropped the hard voice. I am so. wearing my DX shirt, so I, I, it's only fitting. There it is. All right, now you have the the next pick, Kellen. Fourth the Steiner round. Brothers. Okay. Oh, that was my last. Oh. My number four tag team of all time. Uh, like, I was sad when they broke up. Honestly, when they broke up, freaking Scott, man, and I was like, why? Like, I like this is when Scott still had a mullet and before Big Papa Bump was a thing. So I was like, why are they gonna break these guys up? These guys wrestle so well together. And then obviously yeah. we know how that worked out for Scott and then ultimately for Rick. But seeing the dog face gremlin out there and, and Scott Steiner, man, they they whooped a lot of ass in the early 90s and up until their breakup. And I loved every minute of it, man. The Steiners always delivered a good wrestling match. All right. There it is. There it is. So now with the last, the um, so we're kind of in the last two rounds. So mm-hmm. we'll, we'll, we'll try to do it a little bit on the quick end yes now now my next pick uh for the fourth round of the 2022 draft now this is a tag team that i don't think people really consider a tag team but when that well maybe they've forgotten they used to be a tag team in, in some cases but their matches are always great when i used to watch them the rockers I, uh well that's gonna be your next pick no. um <laughs> when again i um I'm a big WCW Cruiserweight guy. Whenever Cruise, Cruiserweight matches was on, I used to always fully, faithfully tap in. 
So my next pick, a little bit outside of the box, I'm going to go with Eddie Guerrero and Rey Mysterio. I, I thought about Ooh. them. I was like, I was a like, little out of the box. Not, yeah, a little bit, but they 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 were tagging for a, a good bit, and in the nineties, man. So yeah, I like that one a lot. A lot of that's a lot of young talent pick. right there. That's a really good pick. Yes, yes. I I I yeah. I could I could not pass it up when I had the idea. So I had to take them. I had to take yes. them. Yes. Yeah. All right. So now, uh, CJ, you have the fourth round pick, and you have your final fifth round pick. My final pick. Oh, well, yeah, okay. we have two. So, there... so you have the final two. Shoot, and I have a few left. Okay, the one that is definite because again, I'm sticking nostalgia. Natural disasters. Oh, Earthquake okay. and typhoon. Oh, okay. <laughs> All yeah, right. Okay. Yeah, Talk about again, some big I, boy I, slapping meat. Dude, all I, again, all I'm thinking back of is that video game, man. Again, like, Legion of the Wonder 2 was some of the natural disasters, mm-hmm. you know, and like, because when I think of championship belts, like the old school championship belt, I think of Legion of Doom and natural disasters. Like, that's yeah. the two that stick out. Yeah, and like for my for my last one, I'm actually going to, I'm actually going to go current a little bit, kind of give them a little, give them some, uh, some flowers. I think they really um, changed a lot of stuff when it comes to tag team wrestling, and I I don't think they get enough credit as much as they should because they're they're literally you can see their influence almost everywhere. Motor City Machine Guns. Nice, nice. I like that. Oh man, I, oh man, I might change my last pick. I was I was struggling. I got one, two, three, four, five, uh, seven left. <laughs> oh shit. But, well, yeah, but, we're gonna do we're gonna do honorable mentions. We're gonna do honorable okay. mentions. Okay, okay, okay. I, I know but what yes, my last yeah. pick is. Mo- now. Thank you, Motor City Machine Guns. I, I I have to give it to them, man. Like that 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 was spot wrestling, but it was so fast paced and it was so fun to watch. You couldn't blink. Like they were like yeah. like the if, like the, if the X Division had a tag team championship, they would be it. Like oh, hundred percent. Yeah, Motor City Machine Guns. Alex Shelley, Chris Saban. Yeah, that's that's my last one. Beautiful, beautiful. So my last pick of the fifth round, I'm a little torn because um, there's one group, there's one tag team I want to pick uh, just kind of as like I recognize that they accomplished a lot and were a really great tag team. Uh, but the other one, I think maybe just maybe, I don't know, maybe a funner pick. Um, but I think I'm gonna. Uh, I think I'm gonna go with the funner pick. I think I'm gonna go with Edge and Christian for my final pick. Oh, you bum! That was on my list too. <laughs> I thought about it. I thought about it, but I, I didn't. I was like, I don't know. I'm gonna connect to that one. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I think that's. I think that's the one I'm. I'm picking more so from the brain. The other ones were from the heart. This one's a little bit more from the brain. So, okay. uh, Edge and Christian for my final pick, and Kellen, you have. The final pick of the 2022 best tag team draft. Beer Money Inc. You son of a bitch. James that was, that Storm, was, that was I put in Bobby Roode. Let me <laughs> tell you something. James Storm, he's he's one of my guys. I have been a fan of his since Beer Money Inc. And when he went on his solo run and, and, and then was winning championships and stuff like that, I was really sad because right before COVID, CJ, WWE had plans on bringing him in, and then COVID hit. I heard that. Well, he he, he was it. Uh, he shut up for like one match. Yeah, I, I think it was NXT. 
But yep. I, I think he did like one I think, match. I think he did one match. You're right. Um, but then COVID hit, and they never really came, got to do anything with him. He, and so he, they just gave one hit and parted ways. But I love uh, James uh, Storm. I actually, actually I, I heard the video, the, 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 um, the, the phone call when Vince told him no. He oh, said, sorry you? about your damn luck. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> right into that. <laughs> Sorry. So, okay, I'm so b- before, before we do some honorable mention shout-outs, let's do the recap. Okay. So CJ uh, and CJ had a – I think we all had an actually strong draft, to be very honest. CJ drafted yeah. Legion of Doom, APA, motherfucker, <laughs> the Usos, Natural Disaster, and Motor City Machine Guns. Mm. Kellen, you drafted New Day. You drafted Harlem Heat. Fuck New, you. <laughs> the New Age Outlaws. The Steiner Brothers. And as we just said, Beer Money Inc. Yep. And and I drafted <sighs> the the Too Sweet. The Outsiders. I drafted the Dudley Boys. The Hardy Boys. Eddie and Ray. Yes, I'm only happy I got them. And Edge and Christian. Which, I'm not going to lie. I'll be very honest. I think the Edge and Christian pick... No one cares. That may be the worst pick, but I love no, all the I, picks. I, I, I had them on my list. I had them no, on Edge my list. No, and Christian are a great tag team. I mean, they all. Oh, yeah. I, I should have won more Hansel fun. Hanson Bate is giving us a, a thumbs up. Picks. Well, you Hans- guys went fun for your last pick, though. So I should have went fun for my last pick. And the, I mean, now I think. I mean, Beer Money Inc. is like a really great tag team. So I, I'm sad I didn't have them in my greatest. I only did top five, so they're in there somewhere. But so, so Edge and I, Christian is a good is a good pick. It's just that Edge and Christian are both very underwhelming now in their roles. Yeah. Like Christian just got hurt, and Edge Edge is still doing well. But I mean, he's fine. He's just collecting so, the chat. I, I was debating between them and the Heart Foundation for my last pick. Oh, so that's why I was yep. debating: should I do one or the other? Right. So, so yeah. So, uh, so CJ, I know you had like seven on your board on your big yeah. board. So, yeah, so yeah. Out that, that, that were left. Um, uh, one quick one. Yeah, throw out a couple. But cool, yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, the Briscoes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. The Nasty Boys. Uh, <laughs> Hogan's favorites. Uh, Wild Samoans. Mm, very good. Yeah. Brothers of the Destruction. Yes. Okay. We don't we don't we don't stand Kane over here, but yes. Gotcha. Uh FTR. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I have two that that's like well, one that I loved was uh they're they're wrestling now, Aussie Open. Mm-hmm. They're part of a uh, United Empire with uh with Zach with uh, not Zach with uh Osprey's faction. Oh really? I okay, really, I'm not yeah, I'm I, not familiar I, with them. All right. I really like them, and then I also had uh I also had the Shield. That's oh. that's a great pick right there. Oh, no one went yeah. the Shield. Yeah, they, they no were they were on my list. I was just just waiting. Okay. All right. Got you. Um, we didn't, no had... one took no one took demolition. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking that, but I, was, I, I, I don't want to go too far that way because I already had Legion of Doom, so I was like, you know what? I'm just going to yeah. see what else is out there. My honorable mentions were, I, I was thinking War Machine, which is uh, who the Viking Raiders were prior to coming to WWE because oh, I saw them randomly um, on, it was probably Ring of Honor. I called them randomly. I was like, who are these dudes tearing up the ring? 
and I followed their career all the way up to they got WWE, and I was like, well, I know where this is going, and I was right. <laughs> they got the main roster. Um, they, they, I mean, Triple H seems to be kind of focused on rebranding them now, and they, and they got, um, they brought Homegirl back, um, Logan, right? Um, uh, which is married. She's married to one of them, so they're back. I yeah, like she's married stuff. to, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sarah Logan, because I always want to, I always want to call um Nikki. I always get Nikki and and Sarah Logan mixed up. Nikki Cross and Sarah Logan. Um, and then my other one was DIY. That that was because oh, that was that was when I I fell in love with uh, Champa. <laughs> I, I I like yes. Gargano. I love me some Champa. Speedy recovery, bro. Uh, <sighs> Man. Uh, so would we have laughed at someone for drafting the Rock and Sock connection? No. No. I, you would. <laughs> we know how you feel about The Rock. <laughs> well, I, I, I hate The Rock as a thespian, but not a, a wrestler. That's a big fucking difference. He can't act to save his fucking life, but he can wrestle to save the fucking universe, so it's a big difference. <laughs> a big fucking difference. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean <laughs> <laughs> that, uh, that's actually a great way to sum up the Rock's career. It he really is. Can't act to save his life, but he can wrestle to save the universe. I, I, <laughs> that was. A, hey, hey, that's, what, that is that is very that's, good. That's the discount right there. That's buddy. a Hall of Fame yeah, moment right there. You can find B hyphen at B hyphen on Twitter and the B hyphen on Instagram. Follow Handsome Bane on Twitter and Instagram at ila underscore pow. Mark Rob can be found on Twitter and Instagram at Joe Madlove. Sayonara, smelly nerds. This, this is a hyphen podcast production. Are you not entertained?